What if you could build a business in the modern world as big or as small as you want without having to compromise the things that were the most important to you in the very beginning? This is the Wealthy Consultant Talks podcast with Taylor Welch and Mike Walker, as they share with you today their learning lessons from stories in their experiences over the past 10 to 15 years and share with you right here, right now. Let's get into it. All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome to an episode of Wealthy Consultant Talks. It's just me today. And here's why. Mike, our uh, fearless consultant extraordinaire, a wizard of all things marketing, coaching, and uh, he's going to listen to this and, and yell at me for talking nice about him. He's actually on a plane headed to Nashville because tomorrow we have our uh, monthly fly-in for modern-day consultant clients, and um, and so he's on his way here. He obviously lives on the West Coast. We're in Nashville, so he'll be here tomorrow. Um, and so, anyways, today what we're talking about is how to differentiate yourself in your consulting business or your education business from competition. Competition is an interesting thing, and uh, you might recall this if you're subscribed to the Consulting Memo. I talk a lot about how to position and use positioning to uh, kind of carve out a mountaintop for yourself, for what it is that you do, who you do it for, and particularly how you do it. And uh, that is actually where we'll start. If we look at the different ways to uh, make yourself stand out, you know, zagging versus zigging, zigging versus zagging, typically whatever the the market, the mainstream market is doing, you have an easy way to differentiate yourself just by doing it different. And it sounds a little bit too easy, but I've noticed and I've found over the years that whatever looks the same and sounds the same is going to get lumped in as the same. So as educators and teachers and practitioners, consultants, whatever it is you identify as, you know, we're all doing similar things in that we are selling uh, or monetizing Information, transformation, uh, practical advice, dispensing experiential advice. There's things that you have gone through that have made your your particular contribution unique and different. Uh, but there is so much competition at the bottom of the mountain that we have to really carve our way out to the top of the mountain. So here's three really simple, basic ways for you to stand out and differentiate yourself. I'm just going to give you three. And then I'll give you a little bit of a bonus just as I'm thinking through this because I've got, uh, you know, I'm preparing my notes for tomorrow for a bunch of clients who are going to be in town. So I'll share some of that with you. Um, the first is specialization and going into a place where you are specialized based on either the, uh, the, the industry or the market or the particular problem that you solve. And way back when, when I was coming up in the game and starting to study, uh, marketing and, you know, I've studied the greats of Dan Kennedy and Ben Savinga and, well, just people who have who have created training and education for people like you and people like me. I was coming up in the game. One of the big popular things was uh, Dan Kennedy's riches and niches. And the idea here was that you would really zero in on a particular industry or niche that could uh, set you apart. It was a tool to differentiate. But I think that as the world has changed, there's a fascinating book called Range. Um, and you should pick it up and read it. If you have a vacation coming up, I don't think that you have to read it instantly, but just put it on your list. And it's talking about the future is going to be the people who have pro rata broad exposure to many different 
insights and industries and concepts. And so I think that specialization is changing from industry and it's really getting into more problem specific type of solutions. So for example, what you see from our firm here, just the wealthy consultant, I'm not talking about any of the other um, holdings or derivative companies, just the wealthy consultant, you see us not targeting a niche per se, but targeting a problem that multiple industries are experiencing at the same time. Now, I will tell you this, that the more specialized you are, the easier it is to differentiate yourself. However, we're moving into a day and age, I believe, where the longer term durable type of specialization is not just industry, it's problem. Second way is through the client services element of your business. So there's the what you do, the who you do it for, and then there's the how you do it. And I think that it's a mistake that that I'm hearing actually shared around the internet all of the time where people are talking about, you know, build a great product and people will come and it's like, no, I actually don't, I don't agree with that. I, uh, I love it for what it, but, but, but the people that are saying that don't believe it either. Like when you look at, when you look at, uh, about Arby's for whatever reason, my four-year-old daughter loves Arby's and I can't figure it out. Uh, Arby's isn't special. McDonald's is not special. Southwest Airlines is not special. These businesses are not necessarily successful because of the, you know, the the plane product. Southwest planes are not that great. It's how they do it. So there's what you do, and then there's how do you do it. And client services is a fantastic way to create fans and to retain clientele because it's the business of relationship. How do you engage? How do you interact with your clientele? And there are systems and models and frameworks that we teach our clients inside of you know, Modern Day Consultant and Phase 2 Mastermind and the different things that we have and, and we provide that help you bolster up the relational capital, as my mentor Jay would say, the relational capital you have inside of your organization. Relational capital is one of uh, the non-monetary benefits inside of a business that you can capitalize on or leverage when you need it. And uh, this is where like no like and trust comes from. When somebody knows you, they like you, and they trust you, this is relational capital. This is how you build relationships. The third the third way to differentiate yourself from your competitors is through uh, clearly communicated innovation. And the reason I say clearly communicated innovation is because some people innovate, but they do not communicate about what they're innovating. They don't ever talk about it. They are a better product, but they don't ever talk about it. And so it's it's not just innovation. It's the ability to innovate while at the same time share the things that you are innovating, share the things you are creating, share the things that you are building. And and innovate, yes, and solve problems in a more efficient manner, yes, but also like we demonstrate. And if you're not in the Facebook group, the resource group, you should hop into that. If you're not on, you're subscribed to our blog, you can go to wealthyconsultant.com. You can see our blog and our content. But we are innovating and we are constantly talking about the ways that we are innovating. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, for the first time, I taught a handful of clients how to use models-based selling. Models-based selling. I was part of the inventors of the consultative selling on the internet. When 2012, 2013, 2014 rolled around, you know, I was trained by a person named Gary, and uh, he taught me consultative selling, and I took that and I expounded upon it and advanced it. Uh, and, and like, you know, there are so many really good salespeople. In fact, some of the ones that come to mind, I see this guy's ads all the time, Jeremy Miner. Um, you know, I, uh, 
I see his ads all the time, and you look at his stuff, and he's fantastic. Consultative selling, he knows what he's doing. There are these people who have learned the, the, the ropes, and they have innovated on the ropes, and they have taken the ropes further, and they have pushed humanity forward in their ability to communicate. But there's a new style of selling that's models-based, and I'm pulling it from software, and so I taught clients how to do that, and they were blown away. So here, there's an example. I'm innovating. I'm also here talking to you about how I'm innovating so that you are aware of it. If you would like to know about what that looks like and how it works and how it makes sales effortless and it makes it not high pressure and you don't have to use claims, then you should hop in and talk to somebody about becoming a client. Notice that. I'm talking about it. I'm showing you how I am innovating, but at the same time, I'm making uh, I'm making it alluring. Not enough people do this. And sometimes I think it's due to insecurity or people just aren't spending the requisite time to communicate properly what they're doing. Because there's the thing itself that you have created, and then there's the communication or the talking about the thing that you have created. So these are three different ways. Really, we can sum everything up into what, who, how. What are you doing? Who are you doing it for? How are you doing it? What are you doing? Who are you doing it for? How are you doing it? The more clarity you can get on those three things and the more innovation you can have on the third, which is who, uh, sorry, how. The third is the how. You want constant innovation on the how. The more clarity you can have on these three things, the more you're going to stand out in a market that all feels, looks, smells, tastes the same. Hope that's helpful. And uh, we'll see you next time when Mike is back to guide us through the rest of the process. All right. See you guys.